You're watching or listening to This Is Truly News. This, you're watching or listening to This Is True Really News. You're not ready. You we already made a living speaking words. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe at times. <laughs> and uh, and here's how stupid people had to be to hire us. I mean, really, <laughs> oh, people wow. hired us. Mike Dimes specifically. He's the one who put us together. And I blame yeah. him. It's all his fault. Yep. Can you hear Thanks, me down Mikey. there, Dime? I don't know. He's retired now. He's probably way too busy to listen to this. Looks, look what's happened to this life. <laughs> Actually, if anyone points it out to me, he goes, never knew those guys. Yeah, never, ever. They were in radio? He thought Where? we'd moved to communist South Dakota. Yeah. In any case, um, should have. if you like the show, tell your friends what's about wrong it. with you? Oh, yes. Right. And tell them that they can get uh, this podcast anywhere they can find podcasts. Thank you. Anywhere? Anywhere. Hmm. Now I shall go on a podcasting quest to see if we are actually everywhere. While you're doing that, I shall check the fridge. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. In a statement released in May, the Internal Revenue Service in the United States, when you say the words Internal Revenue Service, everyone gets a little chill <laughs> up the back. Exactly. The IRS said deceive, deceived. <laughs> uh, well, they have slip. once in a while. Freudian slip there. Uh, said <laughs> deceased individuals who received a government stimulus check will not be able to keep the money. And they said that with a straight face because, honestly, the IRS only has a straight face. Working quickly to distribute the coronavirus relief funds, officials with the IRS said that the agency inadvertently, read that, oops, yeah, sent checks to a number of people who had um, died. Shuffled off this mortal coil. If they died recently, they probably died of coronavirus. Look, he was hit by that choir invisible coronavirus got him again. An IRS statement advised families either to return the stimulus check directly to the Treasury or if the funds had been deposited, send a personal check for the amount back to the government. And I'm sure everyone's going, okay, it's in the mail and it's hopping right on that. Yeah. Yes. Now you're going to send a check to a government agency that shouldn't have been sent out through a government agency that can't do their job. Hmm. What could what possibly could go wrong? wrong? <laughs> so here are some non-emergency calls. You ready? I'll be the judge of this. A drunk person called to report he was being harassed. Okay. Truth was, he was being arrested for throwing pizza at people. Well, that could be. A... You should be shot, not arrested. <laughs> there was a genuine 101 non-emergency non-emergency police call to uh, West Midlands police from a man who called because his daughter was stuck in a new coat she had bought. <laughs> I can remember doing that, though, getting stuck in the zipper and not being able to get out. Well, I mean, it was... <laughs> I shall just stop right now. Everyone, you know, like the 10 or 12 people that watch or listen to this are going, that eh, explains a lot. <laughs> A lady tried to call an ambulance because she opened a Why, pack. Why, he's got Velcro pants. <laughs> the lady tried to call. Go ahead. Let the, let the listener understand. <laughs> the lady tried to call an ambulance because she opened a package from Amazon and was afraid her kid would have a life-threatening allergic reaction. 
What? To the packing peanuts. Don't eat them. One guy. <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know, there are folks eating Tide pods, so. Yeah, whatever. One guy called to ask how long to smoke a brisket. Well, I would start, I would light it on one end, and when you can't really hold it in your fingers anymore, put it out. <laughs> a woman called to complain that her McDonald's triple thick milkshake wasn't in fact thick. But she appeared to be. Boy. Dorothy Parker, oddly with that story, wouldn't, could you imagine Dorothy Parker writing stuff about those stories? Oh, yes. Dorothy died in 1967. She was a very quick wit. Yes. But it was not until last year that her ashes found their final resting place. Really? Why? Oh, it's a weird story. Now at a memorial ceremony at the Woodlawn Cemetery in the Bronx, her headstone was being unveiled at the family plot where ashes of the writer, humorist, and civil rights supporter are buried. According to the New York Post, she was born in 1893 in New York. You can't hold that against her. Parker wrote poems, short stories, um, theater, and literary reviews, which whether you saw the play or not, whether you read the story or not, her reviews were always worth reading. And the worst part is they were in things like Vogue, Vanity Fair, and The New Yorker, which people with any sort semblance of a brain wouldn't read now. She, <laughs> did I say that out loud? Yeah, you said that thinking part again. Drat. She was, of course, famous for one-liners. The one everyone usually remembers is the first thing I do in the morning is get up, brush my teeth, and sharpen my tongue. <laughs> and although every high school boy in the country has changed it. The original quote was, men seldom make passes at girls who wear glasses. Don't ask. She died without leaving instructions on what to do with her remains. This was a flaw. But she left her estate and the right to collect future royalties to the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., whom she had never met. Oh. And King was assassinated a year later. So oh, her estate God. transferred to the NAACP which laid her ashes to rest in the garden outside their Baltimore headquarters in 1988. Okay, so hmm. it's on the move again. Before that, if you're wondering, her remains have been held for years in an attorney's filing cabinet and at a crematorium, probably at the crematorium, and then the attorney's filing cabinet, I'm thinking, is the Usually order. they won't take it back, right? No, they've, they've got a no-return policy. They've got... After much wrangling... The NAACP are like a crappy Amazon, right? They really are. <laughs> Only you know what you're getting. Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> After, someday I will show you the vest I ordered from this marvelous <laughs> Chinese company. Hey, I've done pretty well with Chinese companies, so you so just lay I, off them. I basically told them an hour and a half later I didn't want it because I just didn't feel right about it. Yeah. And after reading all the warnings, it said, because of COVID, it may take extra long to ship. I thought, no problem. Eight hours later, I got a note saying, oh, we'd like to, but we've already sent it out. It is the cheapest, weirdest, dumbest piece of vinyl you've ever seen. <laughs> so I'm, anyway. I'm surprised it's not your favorite. I have words now that even you couldn't bleep out that I'm thinking <laughs> in my head. After much wrangling, the NAACP agreed with Parker's relatives to relocate the ashes to New York. As the organization moved its headquarters to Washington, the ashes were reburied in the cemetery, which is also the resting place of many city luminaries. 
a jazz band played on Monday. Originally, it was supposed to be Sunday, right? A week ago. Yeah. But was dis- delayed by Tropical Storm Henri. Ah. It's Henry, okay? It's Henry. Although Henri does sound closer to Ornery, which a Tropical Storm would be closer. Yeah, they should name them things that describe them better. Yeah. More descriptive names. You know, angry, grumpy, sleazy. No, that would be New York politicians. This is <laughs> actually be any politicians. any politicians. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Fitzpatrick, president of the Dorther Parker Society, told the newspaper it's finally her homecoming to her beloved New York City. Her relatives attended the memorial where those gathered read from Parker's work. Some poured gin. That was her beverage of choice, even for breakfast, from what I've heard. Yeep. Some poured a little gin on the grave and the headstone was unraveled, unraveled, unveiled unfurled with a poem that Parker had written back in 1925. Leave for her a red young rose. Go your way and save your pity. She's happy for she knows that her dust is pretty. Wow. She was spectacular. Yeah, she really was. So let's go from the sublime to Icky. A four-year-old boy dined with his Don't family. Don't we do that like on a regular freaking basis? Well, that's kind of what makes the show what it is. A four-year-old Once again. <laughs> four-year-old boy dined with his family at the Woodland Creatures Bar and Restaurant in Leith recently. Oh. The family had all enjoyed their meal of vegan roasts. As you know, vegan roasts are made with Seton, pronounced Satan, S-A-Y. T-A-N, but it looks like S-E-I-T-A-N. Well, that's how it's spelled. It's just pronounced Satan. So Satan is a vegan meat substitute that is made with vital wheat gluten. I have said that for years, and I didn't even know this. It's popular because of its very meaty texture and extremely high protein content. Really? Most of the ready-made vegan meat substitutes that you can buy at the grocery store are Satan-based which is what I've been claiming for years. You know, you say that and people look at you funny, and now we have scientific evidence. That we've been right all along. All along. Near the end of the meal, Dad got up to use the facilities. and As our dads little, are want to do. And our little lad, remember, precocious little fella at that, left a note on the restaurant bill. Oh, no. This little four-year-old can write. The note said, Dad's doing a jobby. It went viral. Of course it did. <laughs> With many folks online saying they were going to give it a try. Not to roast the message. I think you may have that backwards, but... Okay. I'll, I'll go with it for now. <laughs> I love that kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to know if my son's been to England recently. <laughs> this is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.